Hello and welcome to Creation Curve Leadership. This is Coach and Kimberly. And you're listening to part two of a very important interview that we did with Shelly Delane, uh, the founder of Orange Coworking here in Austin, Texas. Uh, the interview that we did with her was just so good that we just had a hard time editing the the segment down to 20 minutes. And so we went ahead and uh, cut the first part into part one. And then, of course, we're now delivering unto you part two. And I think that some of the most profound things that she said in the interview are in this part. So part one was good. It was fun and it was it was fantastic, but I think that the true wisdom uh, is going to come through in this episode. And I think you really need to tune in to this one, tune in with, and hear what Shelly is saying because there's so much good stuff in it. So much. All right, so here we go with part two of the Shelly Delane interview. <laughs> so, orange is open now. Tell us about what are the functions that this place serves? Like what, what goes on here on a regular basis? What's the functioning of this place? Because there's lots of things. The first thing people tend to think of when they're new at co-working is, oh, this is the place I come in. I have a comfortable chair to sit in. I have a table to work at. The I coffee can, is free. The coffee is free. <laughs> and we have like 27 different varieties of coffee. There's the regular coffee. There's the Keurig with all the little different kinds of coffee. And we have a coffee grinder and a pour over coffee and thing. And a Chemex. And, and a Chemex. Exactly. True. We will True. keep you caffeinated. That is a primary function. Um, <laughs> so there's the practical, physical, this is where I get my work done kind yeah. of thing. Um, but there's also the, you make friends when you go get that cup of coffee. And you get to know people who you wouldn't otherwise cross paths with in any context, really. I mean, you might see each other at the grocery store or the coffee shop, but you wouldn't interact with them in the way that you do here. Right. Um, and that's, honestly, that's the heart and soul of Orange, is the, we all live in this same area. Like, we all know, everybody, pretty much everybody who comes here lives within a few miles of here. We're all essentially neighbors, but there's no other way to get to know your neighbors now. Like, people go to church, but they all go to different churches. A lot of people have moved here from other places. You didn't grow up together. Yeah. If your kids go to the same school, you'll cross paths, but you've usually got the kids in tow, so you're distracted by that, and you don't really get to talk as grown-ups. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know, product of being modern American suburbans, it's right. good to have a context in which to get to connect with the people you live around. So, that's, that's the big function. I would add to that that it's not just, just anyone that you're meeting. There are people who... Um, who are also dreamers, who are also going after the crazy goals, who... And doers. Yeah. You know, we moved here from Chicago, mm -hmm. and we actually tried to start some co-working things when we were in Chicago, and it was hard to find people who had that spirit. And they, they kind of look at you like, why don't you just get a real job, you know? And there's a lot of that when you, when you talk to your friends at church or your friends from, you know, your kids' friends' parents. Mm-hmm. They're like, why do you work from your home? You know, why don't That's you weird. just That's weird. pay for your insurance? You know, I think sometimes it's hard to find people with that spirit of 
of you can absolutely do that. You're dreaming about that? Go do it instead of people who are pumping the brakes for you. Mm -hmm. And so just being part of Orange, it's been such a gift to us to be around people who are like, hell yeah, yes, go do that. And I'm like, oh, I can do that. I, mm -hmm. I think I maybe can do this, you know. And so for me especially, there, I mean, I've, I've made really good friends here, but those friends are, are positive and they're cheerleaders and they are um, both literally and figuratively <laughs> cheerleaders, but they're good for me. You know, mm -hmm. when I'm in a funk, they like lift me out of it, you know, mm -hmm. and you don't, you don't necessarily find that in other places. And there's also the aspect of people here because everyone has their own business and their own skill set and their own background and perspective. You also get help and collaborators and actual knowledge sharing that you don't find in any other context. Like if you work for a company, like you're in a department and everybody in the department kind of has similar skill sets because you're all working on the same kind of project. Right. And you don't necessarily get that outside perspective. But here, and there's actually, it's so funny because I can't remember now who it was, but there was an interaction you had <laughs> in our first... Gosh, in our first, like within the first week or so you were here, you were sitting at one restaurant booth, somebody else was sitting at another restaurant booth, and you were frustrated with MailChimp. Well, I'm often frustrated with MailChimp, but yeah. But there was somebody here sitting across from you who does MailChimp a lot and was, helped you with something. Wasn't it you? Was Did it? you help me <laughs> MailChimp? <laughs> It was you. Was that me? I was like, I thought somebody else helped you with that. No, maybe it was me. Okay. <laughs> well, still. Okay. Should we rewind and tell that story accurately? Because I couldn't remember. I just still remembered. Still a good story. Still a good story. <laughs> yeah. I just remembered you being frustrated with MailChimp. And then it sort of being one of our first happy orange moments of someone, apparently me, <laughs> saying, oh, I can fix that. I did sit in that booth and wrestle the freaking MailChimp for like two hours trying to teach myself whatever it was I was trying to learn. Something about groups, groups and segmenting and that was it. what is the difference. And so I finally went up to Shelly. Maybe someone told me, I think Shelly's good at MailChimp. And I was like, Shelly's very busy. She's running a business. And we all are running businesses here, you know. And so I came and I was very, I didn't know you that well yet. So I was, I was very like, are you interruptible? Do you know about MailChimp? Do you have any idea? And she was like, oh, yeah. She came over and like, beep, 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 beep. In like three minutes, we had it fixed after I did it by myself for two hours. And I do think that's a pretty good metaphor for co-working because we work so solo at, in the freelance and entrepreneurial world. You just don't have that collaboration that you maybe get in an office. You don't have... Uh, idea board of a person you don't have someone to bounce things off of and your four-year-old maybe isn't that helpful and so um so it is it is and we all have we because everybody's doing different things we have different things to offer each other mm -hmm. and even when you get into the space of um hiring someone because what they do is what you need the nice thing about that is you actually already know that person you have a sense of like how they work and and you've seen their results so you're not kind of you know, Craigslisting for someone, mm -hmm. I need someone for graphic design or I need, I need a copywriter or I need a photographer. You actually already know the photographer and you've been thinking, man, I, I really want to hire her mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever the case is. 
and you get that added boost of, of the actual network of what I what people pay me for might be what you need and what people pay you for is what I need and so we can work that out and everybody wins totally events let's talk about events real quick because events happen here events do happen here events and classes and meetings and all kinds of awesome gatherings of humans for various reasons we um i mean we've had everything from social events with you know hey we're having breakfast tacos everybody come and socialize and eat breakfast tacos Mm -hmm. to um beginning tango class which was of course one of my favorite things even though it only just happened um it was pretty mm-hmm. rad, though. It's kind of awesome. We'll do it again. Uh, yeah, business social, pa- so social media things. classes, uh, social and media classes, talks. and leadership talks. Yes, there's a very good one um, with our very own Kimberly. Um, you and Terry did one. Oh, we did. You're right. We did do that. <laughs> it's so funny. Like it's so funny that we've How only many things been, have happened. Here? That's the thing. So many things. We've, we've only been open since April. I mean, in a way, Orange is still a brand new baby space. Like, yeah. things are really, like, it's a brand new baby of a space. We're only, like, in our first six months. And yet, <laughs> it's been an action-packed adventure of a six months. It has. It has. <laughs> and I feel like everybody here has done so much and grown so much, and we've all sort of formed this whole crazy entity yes definitely and i feel like everybody who i know at orange could tell two very important kinds of stories one is this is how my life is different because i'm part of orange Mm -hmm. and i could tell stories about that ben could anybody that i know closely here has their stories of how orange has really changed the trajectory of their life and then you also have stories of that time you cried laughing at Orange. You know, like, it's just so much fun to be here. And to have both is kind of fantastic. Because usually you have your fun in one circle and you have your, you know, get done in another circle. And they don't necessarily necessarily meet. Mm-hmm. But they meet here all the time. Yeah. It's kind of crossing pools into this whole big idea of community. I mean, how does community, how's, how is community factored in for you? I mean, because there's so many people who, like, like Philip, okay? So... Uh, Philip was here. Philip and I were both here late not at night, and uh, he was actually watching the front of the sto- front of the store. It's not a store. Front of the house here, uh, while I was back helping Emily uh, uh, load something in a truck. I don't know whatever oh, yes. it was. Her desk, you know. And but he was <laughs> up here because he was like, you know, I'm, I'm part. He said literally, I'm part of this place. Mm-hmm. You know. And I think you're extraordinarily good at at inviting people into ownership of Orange. I mean, not literal ownership, but we all feel like this is our space too. You know, so how, how do you do that? Like, what's your, what's your secret sauce for that? You know, it's funny. We, so my three-year-old, who sort of kicked off this journey in the first place without her really knowing it. Right. Um, <laughs> she started preschool last week. And... Prior to that, she had been in the care of our marvelous, wonderful nanny. And when we made the decision for Tori to start preschool, it was actually fairly sudden. Like, I I planned so many things in my life, but the preschool thing sort of happened very quickly. And it left me in a position of, oh, shoot, but wait, Lauren, she's, I mean, she's worked for us for two years. I can't just, oh, I can't just pull the rug. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, I can't just pull the rug out from under her. But, I mean, if Tori's in preschool, I'll... Day, 
Oh, I wonder if I could get her to work at Orange. <laughs> well, I sure took care of one baby, well, not the other. That's right? what I said. <laughs> I said, you've potty trained the first one. Can you come help me raise the second? <laughs> Where does the metaphor go if she's potty training Orange now? <laughs> yes. Well, there is actually so... It has led me into this whole process of thinking about how to articulate to her what we do here yeah. and what you do when you're sitting at the front and what you and what are, you know, putting down on paper, what our procedures and policies and things are and making a sort of, you know, eventual employee training manual for Orange and things that I was like, I'm not ready for this. I wasn't <laughs> thinking about that yet. But it definitely is part of the growing pains of Totally. Of something successful. You, eventually you have to... Exactly. And it's awesome. And I'm perfectly... Ha I'm like, I'm actually very happy to be going through that right and now. So it's just a little overwhelming sometimes. But... It's like your baby is a genius. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I have a child prodigy. My baby is ready for college. It's only five months old. Um, but one of our... <laughs> so Sam Fagan, one of our awesome members... Oh, who's not even within earshot to hear me call her awesome. Okay. But she's still awesome. She's still awesome. If a Sam is not around to hear you call her awesome. Does it diminish she, yeah. her awesomeness? No, it Absolutely does not. not. It's on tape. It's okay. Exactly. Right. So. Thank you for the reminder. Yeah. <laughs> so Sam, last night, actually, was asking me, we were talking about company cultures in which, like Google, where they make you read a book as part of the hiring process. Mm. And she was like, well, if you could have someone read a book as part of the orange hiring process, like what book would it be? And it sort of sparked Man. this whole thought process. Sam asks really good she freaking questions. Does. That is part of her awesomeness. <laughs> but I actually have not yet even come up with what book that would be. But it did lead me down the path of like, well, what is the core of what Lauren's job is and what my job has been till now. And it's totally going to make me cry because it's still, it just like seriously solidified in my head last night for the first time. And it's so simple <laughs> and it might sound sort of corny, but it's the truth that my job has just been, and her job is just to know and love every single person who walks through that door. Wow. I mean, that's because if everyone in this space is going to connect with and love each other, it has to start the minute you walk in the door. Mm. You have to feel that way the minute you walk in the door, that someone is happy to see you and really cares about you and your dreams and your goals and your whatever, wherever you are, that you will be loved here. I is a business allowed to say that? I, <laughs> that like, we need more businesses to say that for dear, that even, for the love like, of Pete. That's why, that's why your baby is a genius. <laughs> you know, it's funny. We had a conversation and it wasn't, we, we weren't prepping for this podcast, but just a couple of weeks ago, we had like a, why is Shelly so awesome conversation? Ben and I were like in the kitchen. I don't remember what prompted it, but um, we were just talking about how you know the people who are here and you know what they're good at and, and you are for the people here. And, and you make sure that you introduce people to each other. And so it's not just that you know all the people, but we know each other because you introduce us. 
you are constantly like, do you know this person? And then you will tell the cool things about the person as opposed to that awkward conversation of, so what do you do? Well, I do this. Like, you you are able to say things in a way where, like, like um, Sam Fagan is an amazing graphic designer, and she does this and this, and her work is this way, and, and she this is where she really excels. And let me introduce you to Myrna. She's a business coach, and she really focuses on projects, and she really helps people, like, get the results that they want and you always have like one or two lines about this is what this person's really good at and you create that you weave the community here and I think that's very different than um, a lot of leaders who who think I want to know the people and so they operate more as like a spoke of a wheel but they're not connecting the other people to each other the way that you do that's unique I think I don't I don't know a lot of people who do that very well well, clearly, by the way, you just talked about Sam and Myrna. You're really good at it, too. <laughs> and I think, but I think, no, but I think that's it's actually... I see what you did there, but we really are talking about, and it, I mean, you you really do that. I mean, every time. I try. And you make sure people know each other. When there is an opportunity, when, you're, when there are two people who haven't met each other yet, 100% of the time, you will introduce them. I think that's partly because I've spent most of my life incredibly socially awkward, so... <laughs> I have had many of those moments where you're s- sitting alone at the lunch table in the cafeteria or going, hi, I, um, hi, hello, <laughs> hi, hi. I am uh, so not cool mm. enough to be talking to you, but hi, we just, we're in the same space. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so I try to avoid those for other people. <laughs> But you also are nice. you also are creating community where people care about one another, where people know each other's stories. So you are you are helping alleviate that initial awkwardness. But there's a lot more to it in, in what you're creating here. I'm a professional noticer. I like that. That's good. I like that. That's good. Yeah. Because like we actually even just Did you notice that? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Oh, man, I wish we had video. I know. Right? All right. So that, that was David, a member here, sneaking a uh, Reese's peanut butter cup out of the basket. I don't know if I'll make it in here, but it's part of the tape now. So. It's okay. It's good to have a record of what happened, because otherwise you'll listen to it later and go, wait, what happened? What that, was that? Something was funny. <laughs> something something, something was, was funny. I don't know yeah. what it was. But <laughs> things like even... Yesterday, there was actually a moment yesterday that really, it just got me. Uh, there, so there was a moment yesterday where it was one of those beautiful orange timing things where we had a new networking group meet here yesterday. And one of the women who's one of the leaders of that forming group, she got up to give her 30-second elevator introduction speech. And she actually, she was a little nervous and she had a piece of paper in her hand. She's like, I've just been, I've been going through a rebranding process. So some of you know me already, but I'm going through a rebranding and this is my new elevator speech. And I've never actually said these words out loud before. So everybody just be kind. And she proceeded to just read it off the paper. And she, what she said in her little thing, talking about what she's doing professionally now is that she's a life coach, but specifically, um, with a focus on working with people who have been touched in one way or another by suicide. Mm. 
Wow. Like that's, mm. that's her new work is working mm. with people who have been touched by suicide and helping them deal with the aftermath or the guilt or the whatever that is dealing with the repercussions of having had suicide affect their world. Mm. I had to leave the networking meeting a couple of minutes later because I had another meeting coming up and that one was running long. So I ducked out here to my desk and I was, um, getting my stuff together and one of our other members walked up to me to ask me a question and she was wearing a t-shirt and she doesn't usually wear t-shirts she's usually dressed in you know more professional things um but she was wearing a t-shirt that said it said something it had a picture of a sunrise on it and it said something like we'll see you tomorrow and because it was unusual for her to be wearing a t-shirt i said what's the t-shirt and she said it's National Suicide Prevention Day. And this t-shirt is the t-shirt for an organization that works with people who are at risk of suicide and they have a hotline. Mm. And that's what they always say at the end of a phone call is, we'll see you tomorrow. Mm. Like that's their, mm. their thing. And I was like, oh, right. You've, come here, you need to meet Stacy. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. But it was literally, I had just heard Stacy's elevator speech. She just yesterday stepped up and said out loud, this is what I am doing now. She stepped into that role. Right. I walk out here, here is somebody she needed to connect with. Right. Like, that's what happens and I'm like I'm just I get to notice these things and just right. be the one to go hey oh hey look at that here talk <laughs> <laughs> right I think it happens so often at Orange we have a hashtag for it yes it's hashtag so, so orange. orange because there's all these moments of synchronicity mm-hmm. and I think um, potentially in our world there are always those moments of synchronicity but you're a professional noticer, you know? And so if you, if you know people's stories, you're going to see where they overlap. And I think that, you know, that comes with loving people well, you know? Um, what's your phrase that you always say about business? That they should love people and use money. Yeah. <laughs> and if they, if they get that wrong, if they get that backwards, they've lost everything. Yes. They literally have lost everything. Yes. Yeah, in a lot of businesses, we, we use people to get money, right? Mm-hmm. We love money, and we use people to get there. Mm-hmm. And I think um, a lot of leadership reflects that. Mm-hmm. But you love people. Love people. And, and because of that, I think those moments are, are, are more. There's, there's more mm-hmm. of those moments because you notice things about people, and you know, you know our stories, and you invite us not into you know, just a place to set our bag and use the washroom with abandon, <laughs> but <laughs> but a place to really be known, mm-hmm. which is not necessarily what you sign up for at Orange, but it's why Orange is incredible. And a couple minutes ago, you mentioned that um, almost everybody lives pretty close to here, and that that's kind of true. But there are people who love Orange that drive like forty minutes to get here because that's true. the community that you've built here is different. And there, there are co-working spaces all over Austin. And if you're listening somewhere that's not Austin, there are co-working spaces all over the world. So you yes. can you can Google that and find one. Um, and hopefully there's there's a Shelly there who's also fantastic. <laughs> or, or be the Shelly. Or be the Shelly. Be the Shelly. <laughs> Hashtag be the Shelly. Yeah. <laughs> well, you are both Shelly sometimes. That's true. That's true. It's true. My, my official title at Orange is Night Shelly. Tuesday Night Shelly. 
Um, I think when you are trying to build community, a certain amount of, of charisma will get you to a certain space, mm-hmm. but then you can't maintain it if you don't truly care about the people. And I think that's regardless where the of how... <laughs> that's where the chocolate comes in. All right. <laughs> we don't care about you, but here's some chocolate. Um, <laughs> that's not what I meant. <laughs> I just think I've, I've been part of ventures where people spin a good story about community, but at the end of the day, they're in it for them. Mm. I think at the end of the day, you're in it for everyone here. Totally. And so um, it's going to carry you past any awkwardness that you might feel because you truly care about people. People feel known and cared for here. So I don't think, I don't, I think you don't need to worry about that. The reason you're such an excellent community creator is that you are authentically in community with your people. I wish I had realized that earlier in my life. (laughs) You know what I mean? Sure, yeah. I don't know. I guess I really always thought that it would be harder. Well, you're pretty much rocking it here. So there you go. (laughs) All right, so let's wrap it up. If you could describe the community of Orange in three words, here's the big (laughs) game show challenge. In three words, what would they be? First three words off the top of my head? Yeah. Sure. Smart. (laughs) All right. Okay. Hang on. Let's see. First. Cut. First three words. Take two. Yes. Okay. Three words to describe the community at Orange. Smart. Friendly. Weird. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. In the best possible way. In the well, completely best possible way. So. In Austin, we keep things weird. Weird is a good thing. Yeah. Weird just means everybody here is an individual and that it's perfectly okay to be that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that is. Oh, wait. Is that going to lead to people running around naked? Well, there are laws. <laughs> right. Okay, okay, good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Although in Austin, I'm not I don't sure. Know. Actually, no. In Austin, well... I, th- I, I actually think public nudity is actually legal in Austin. Is it legal everywhere? Or is it legal so. only in certain spaces? No, I think it's actually legal everywhere in Austin. It is Austin. It is all. Austin. So. And I don't think I addressed that in our member policy. So theoretically, <laughs> business casual could potentially mean. Which is why we're recording this podcast naked. <laughs> <laughs> because you, you would never know, right? It's audio. <laughs> Naked podcasting. <laughs> Gives our new By the front wait. window. <laughs> yeah. We're not really naked. It's a joke. Yeah, that's uh, what she'd like you to think. <laughs> <laughs> well, Shelley, we are so grateful for the time you spent with us. We're so grateful for the amazing insights that you brought to all of us. Because, I mean, some of the things that you said here... I think they I think they need they need to penetrate the business community as a whole because we're missing a lot of these things. And if we could just get a few of these things more right, you know, the leadership issues that we are experiencing in in the corporate world, in small business world, in our government for that matter, if we would just get those few things right, everything else would fall into place. 
And I believe that. And I think that's a big reason why we're doing this podcast now. You know, and that's why you were, I mean, obviously, you know, for you listening at home, you, you've heard why we, you've heard it all already, why Shelly was our first guest, because she embodies these things. And so we're so grateful for you. We're so grateful for this time. We're so grateful for this place that we get to be at. And so, yeah, that. Well, the end. <laughs> you're That's wonderful. all I have to say. That's all I'm I have to say about that. I'm grateful for the chance to talk to the two of you, and I'm grateful that you're part of Orange because you've been here since the beginning. Because a stranger told us about Orange in a park, and, and then crazy. we never even learned his name, and he disappeared. Craig. I mean, <laughs> Craig. He's Craig now. It's First Craig. Name Craig. Last name list. Yeah. No, he was a real dude. Ben was wearing a Capital Factory T-shirt, which we got a swag bag. He's he hasn't been to Capital Factory. I have been. I've been on a tour. Oh, he went on a tour. And Capital Factory is a co-working space. It's not because we knew much about Capital Factory. But this guy came up and he said, nice shirt. And we said, thanks. And he said, are you a member at Capital Factory? And we said, no, we just like this shirt. I did and look really good in the shirt, by the way. I mean, I you do. Do. You do, yes. Yeah. And so um, <laughs> the guy said, well, do you know Shelly Delane? And we said, no. And he said, well, she's opening a co-working space next week. Funny. And um, it's it's in South Austin. Do you live around here? And we said, yes, we do. And he said, well, it's, it's just like a couple minutes away from here. We were at a park that's very close to here. And um, and he said, it's called Orange Coworking, so look it up. And then his, his child was falling or, or running. And so he chased the child. And we thought we'd, you know, like circle back and talk to him a little bit more. But then when we went to do that, he and his family had left. So we never even learned his name, but we looked up Orange Coworking. And it was, the grand opening was like, a week away. Yeah. So we came to the grand opening, and we uh, that's all we knew is the guy at the park said, there's a co-working here. space opening up, and we, we were like, we want to be a part of that. And so... And we came in, you have diner boots, and that <laughs> was the end. Yeah. <laughs> They're comfy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been it's been a great And gotten through Craigslist. Nice. Even better. <laughs> this, this episode is sponsored by <laughs> Craigslist. Craigslist. <laughs> and... Well, Craig, if you're listening, <laughs> well done, man. <laughs> we love we love your stuff that you sell for other people. <laughs> we we like Craigslist. The end. Well, Just this like, has cut that off right after. Well done, <laughs> yeah. man. that right off. So you can cut that twenty that minutes right ago. Off. There you go. <laughs> well, this has been uh, Christian Curve Leadership with. Uh, Coach Culbertson and Kimberly Culbertson and our very special guest, Shelly Delay. Shelly, if someone were to make the pilgrimage to South Austin to uh, to Orange, um, for sure they should come in, right? And uh, their first day of co-working is free, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Free co-working and a hug. Oh, the hug is optional. Though. Hug is optional. Yeah. But we do like hugs. Yes. We're huggers here. We are. <laughs> but you don't have to. We also like consent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear Lord. Oh, boy. All right, so it's time to be done with this this episode. (laughs) We never really did figure out how we're going to end episodes. Oh, you don't have a signing off? We should have. It's um, it's not really. Not really. (laughs) We don't have it for you. Yeah, no, you do need an outro, though. Chris Kirk Leadership. It's bi-weekly. That is what Ben kept saying about it. And yeah. I said, this will not fly. That's a cannot, lousy... The, the main thing you say about thing. it cannot be, it's bi-weekly. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Yeah, no, that, that's uh, not the strongest tagline. It's not. No. It's not at all. No. 
who cares? <laughs> it's my <laady. laughs> It's, it's what it's happens. Funny. It's so funny. It's what happens <laughs> it's when you good, let Coach it? come up with stuff on his own. Yes. yes. It's dangerous. Yes. yes. Well, anyway. thank you for being part of our first interview on Creation Curve Leadership. Well, thank you for having me. All right, gang. Well, that's it for this one. We'll see you next time. Peace. Bye. Niner. Niner. Just cut it off already. (laughs) Just press stop. Just stop. Push the stop button.